Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people. Whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline travel trailer, from the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. I'm Sabrina and this is Trailer Talk. And this episode is focused on the Climate March and the UN, the United Nations that gathered on September 20th to call on world leaders to take steps, to take actual steps to get off fossil fuels, to protect us locally within the United States and globally and protect the entire planet Earth. And coinciding with that leading up to September 20th were marches that were happening in many locations. And in New York City, about 75,000 people joined the march to end fossil fuels. And on that same day, September 17th, right here in my neighborhood in Narrowsburg, New York, at the Narrowsburg Bridge, community members gathered to take a stand themselves, to be seen and to be heard as they were demanding the end to fossil fuels and a a clear direction for us. The Climate March was organized by Barbara Arendale and Beverly Sterner. And I want to thank Rosie Starr, who went into the field and spoke to people at the Narrowsburg Bridge and has shared those conversations with Trailer Talk. End fossil fuels now! End fossil fuels now! End fossil fuels now! End fracking now! Radio Catskill, this is Rosie Starr. It's Sunday, September 17th. We're on the Narrowsburg Darbytown Bridge that spans the Delaware River at the Big Eddy. Members of the community have gathered here to express their environmental concerns on issues like climate change. Tell us your name and why you came and what your sign is about. Yes, uh, my name is Martin Springetti, and and my message is we should uh, join the Solar Wind, which is an organization that is kind of informal, but it's a lot of people that feel that the sun actually creates all the wind. So when you feel a wind, you're actually joining solar action, and what you should do is just accept that wind and become part of the wind. And then the other thing we should do is uh, keep the fossils buried. And I mean all kinds of fossils. I mean the kind of little trilobites. I don't care about them. But the fossils I really care about are coal, oil. They call them fossil fuels for a reason. They're the remains of fossils, of plants and animals. So I'd say let's keep them buried, respect their life on the earth. Martin, uh, let's go back to the word solar. I believe that you're a Wayne County resident, and I believe that you have created a lifestyle that includes net zero. Yes, I put up solar panels on my garage a few years ago, and they basically have been taking care of all of our energy needs, for electrical needs, that is, for the last seven or eight years now, and I uh, pretty much paid them all, paid the panels off, so I'm getting free electricity and helping the planet at the same time. Glad to be here, Naomi Tepich talking. 
my sign is forget fossil fuels and the other side says fossil free future so it's a hard thing to stop driving your cars but that's what we really need to do to prevent all the flooding and wildfires and all these terrible things that happen every day in different parts of the world earthquake in Morocco and the the Libyan flood was just horrendous. It's just, what can we do to save uh, this world for the new generation? I mean, I really feel bad for children. They are going to suffer the most. As an artist, I consider myself an environmental-leaning artist because I tend to do natural things. When I make art, I get inspired by nature. So I'm very into bark and shells and anything coming from nature. Uh, Mushrooms, which are very environmental. As a community, I think the artists, they're supposed to be more aware about things before the general public. And that's why it shows up a lot of times in their art issues, political issues, and all kinds of things. And I think it's a responsibility for the artist to talk about climate change and a fossil-free future. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I am a local here to the Upper Delaware region. I work with Damascus Citizens for Sustainability uh, doing outreach. And we are out here at the Narrowsburg Bridge today Basically kind of rallying, having a community demonstration, trying to get everyone out here together so we can have a larger conversation about our climate crisis, climate justice, all the things that entails. We would like to see people come together and realize that this is an issue that affects everyone all over the place. And I think it's a a beautiful testament to the area that people want to come together and invite everyone to be a part of this conversation. Personally, I think it's important to both act locally and globally. Um, Of course, it's important to be conscious of your personal decisions and how personal matters are going to affect uh, the climate crisis, as well as local matters, uh, especially when it comes to local voting elections are incredibly important. But we also need to think on a larger scale This isn't something that's just affecting us here. We've seen, especially in the last year or two, climate crises all over the globe, um, affecting people in the U.S. to Asia, Africa, Libya, right now with the flooding, wildfires in Hawaii, all over the place. doesn't matter where you are. Local action, individual action is important. However, larger governmental systemic action is absolutely needed. And I believe voting and coming out and making your voice heard at demonstrations and rallies is incredibly important uh, because we need to let our elected officials know that we care and we want things to change. What do you see as a focal point of local, important local issues here in Wayne and Sullivan counties? Yeah, we have a, a number of things happening here in, uh, in the area, and there are a number of different environmental organizations working on 
various topics. Uh, one of them is Damascus Citizens for Sustainability. Recently, we put an end to the uh, dispersal of fracking waste on our roads uh, here in the upper Delaware River Basin. Um, and part of that was in filing a lawsuit uh, to make that stop. Uh, so very actively doing things that are still happening with the fracking issues here in the area. That's, I believe, something that's going to continually be an issue that we're going to always have to keep an eye out for. And that's why we have our local organizations that are here to make sure that we know what's going on and then letting the, the larger population know. Uh, we also have other issues like uh, the no FIMFO. That is uh, something that is very important and a hot topic right now. And we're um, actively working on dispersing information about the FIMFO construction further downriver. Um, and basically that's a very large water park that is a possibility right on the Delaware River that could potentially, and we do believe will cause environmental issues on our river. And we're, you know, talking about all sorts of things, bridge issues that we have in the area. So you name it, we're trying our best to keep informed about what's going on, small and large in the area. Well, you mentioned the word FIMFO. Please explain to the audience what that stands for. Um, so FIMFO is short for fun is more fun outside, uh, which is true, right? We, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, we do love being outdoors, but how are we going to enjoy the outdoors and have fun outdoors if uh, we're doing things that are actively hindering our chances of being outside and, and destroying our, our beautiful scenery and amazing places that we have here in the, in the Delaware River Basin. Thank you. Are there any other thoughts you'd like to share? I am just very excited to be a part of uh, this demonstration rally today and just in general being part of the community here in the, uh, in the upper Delaware River Basin and beyond. And I feel as a young person, I am a young person, a lot of hope and encouragement to see that people are interested in actively taking a stand against the climate crisis. But that being said, we still have a long way to go, and I encourage everyone to do what you can. And don't be afraid to come out and join us anytime, no matter what is going on in the community. People just love to be together, and you're always welcome to come and just say hi. My name is Susan Sullivan, and I'm a resident of Narrowsburg, the town of Tustin. I'm here standing on the corner at the Narrowsburg Bridge, supporting climate justice and supporting the phasing out of fossil fuels. And on a local level, I'd also like to encourage folks to come out on September 27, which is a Wednesday, to uh, speak out against a very serious overdevelopment project called FIMFO, in the town of Highland, right on Route 97. It's dangerous, it's environmentally disastrous, it's a project we don't want to have, and we certainly don't want to set a precedent in this area for putting a theme park on the river. So uh, the Park Service has objected to it, and I think we need to turn out as a community and support their decision. You can go to the town of Highland website, easy to find, No. 
Info. That's all you have to say. Okay? They have proposed permanent structures in the floodplain. Water, sewer, cabins, right up against each other in the floodplain. So those of us who have lived here for a while can only imagine what a disaster that is. Northgate is their corporate name, and NoFIMFO is the name of the uh, group that formed in the town of Highland to object to it. I think every community has the right to say what they want to have happen in their community and should be active that way. Maybe we can't change policy, even though we vote. The best thing we can do is vote to try to change policy. But if we see something that's environmentally destructive right in our own backyard, I think we really have the obligation to say something and to show up. You know, what I hear the earth saying is, please don't do this to me anymore. My name is Nora Eisenberg. Hi, Nora. We're here on the Narrowsburg Bridge that spans into Pennsylvania, looking over the Delaware River. And while lots of folks are in New York City uh, protesting against uh, global climate change, people here feel that there's issues local environmentally. So I think people are, are becoming aware of it, but it's so rapid and our response has to be so rapid that I think it's important to be battling it everywhere we are. Locally, I think we need to bring people together and you know, not think Republican and Democrat, but just think people who have been misguided, uh, lied to, and neglected by the, uh, the corporations and governments. And remember that this is an issue of survival, of the species and lots of species and that we have to take it very, very seriously and claim our future. Otherwise, we're going to be doomed and we have to realize that we have to make a choice between peace and survival and war. We do things with our cars and all of that is important, but the war industry and the Pentagon are the biggest polluters on the globe. So we have to be very mindful of where our money goes globally and locally and nationally. Oh, I like the sign that you're making. How are you doing, Rosie? It's Andrea Henley. Hi. It is. Hi. How are you? I'm good. My, my sign says solar power. We have a big solar array. And I have an electric car now, and we've replaced our LP stove, and we're on the process of getting rid of our LP furnace, and we're getting rid of fossil fuels. Yes. That's the point, right? And a good organization to get information from is Seeds in Honesdale. Seeds.org will come and give you a solar evaluation and help you figure out what's, what's the best for your particular house and all of that. So... Don't forget to check with Seeds. Tell us how Seeds acts locally and thinks globally. Seeds' goal has always been to train people for solar and sustainable installations. So it's always been an educational thing, and and they've been able to expand solar power around here simply because now you can call somebody and say, I want a solar array. And that person was trained by seeds. And so 15 years ago, you couldn't do that. 
because SEEDS had not trained all of those people. So it's a great, it's a great organization. Hi, my name is Jane Morris, and last winter I wrote a poem during a winter storm lying in my bed and watching the snow cover Mother Earth. The title of the poem is The Creeps of Unconsciousness. I laid there writing how, you know, this earth, our beautiful earth, are we going to save it or destroy it? Are we going to save the animals, the elephants, the tigers, these magnificent creatures, or destroy it? And it was very important that the creeps of unconsciousness become more conscious. The creeps of unconsciousness being greed, war, destruction. And that's the end of the poem. I don't have it before me, but that's what I wrote about. Watching the magnificent snow covering our beautiful earth and thinking about what's happening to it. It actually, it can make me cry. And the other thing, too, is that I appreciate most of nature. I came back here. I lived up here as a little kid, came back again. And I prefer this nature. I live pretty remote to a lot of the human beings today and their unconsciousness. Hi, my name is Erin Feely Nahum. Uh, I live in Coshecton on Skinner Falls Road. I'm here today because we really have to do something about climate change. We've been saying it for umpteen years. People haven't been listening. The things they're doing are very minute and really aren't making enough of a difference. Beyond Plastic, a great organization, is trying to fight. I think that's a really good opportunity to try to get some new legislation on the books to stop all of this manufacturing of plastic in all of the insidious places that it is. I'd like to have the U.S. farmers start to work with Cuba, which has a lot of really good policies on climate change. Could be a lot of really great collaboration besides being able to do some economic work together. And I think that we really, beside the plastic, there's so many different things. The farms, you know, the flooding, the changes in the heat, the birds are going south and don't know whether they're going east or west half of the time. So everything. I'm here to fight climate change. My name is uh, Ike Nahum. I'm a resident of Koshekton, and I'm uh, here at the Climate Change Action. Uh, and I'm glad we got a core of people here, a very important issue for the future of the planet and humanity. In particular, we're uh, trying to get out the word about climate change from the perspective of Cuba, which has a country that's on the path of hurricanes and also suffering from a terrible economic uh, blockade from the United States, that they've actually put forward really good programs and plans for combating climate change. And, and we're promoting some of that here today, handing out some flyers. But this is a great cause, and we're glad that people are doing it. There's a strong tradition in this area of fighting things like fracking and fighting things like when they were trying to put up uh, electric power lines, I know, along the upper Delaware River. There's a tradition, even things like fighting against some of the casinos and things like that. There's a tradition of fighting for environmental issues that probably stems from the fact that this is such a beautiful area and people want to preserve it. I mean, uh, even the Skinner's Falls Bridge issue, it 
it's in a sense of preserving things. But all of that, I think these local issues, there's a history of people organizing around it. And I think that's great. It's one of the attractions of living here. And fossil fuels now! And fossil fuels now! And fossil fuels now! And fossil fuels now! And fracking now! And added to the Climate March is a collage of different periods of time in this region of the Sullivan County Catskills where people did take a stand. And we have a tradition in this area, a very strong tradition, as one of the participants at the Climate March shared with Rosie, a strong tradition of fighting bad climate policy and environmental issues and getting results. This is what democracy looks like. For those still on the front lines and to protect our valuable resources and the environment that sustains us, I am further activated by the movement that has grown to fight fracking in New York, the United States, and globally. I am grateful that I have been a part of this magnificent we moment and that you've shared your voices with me where the bravery, the creative strategies and the fortitude has advanced awareness embodied immense resilience in addition to fiercely bolstered with the scientific truths stood up to the transnational oil and gas companies. It is obvious that we'll continue to unite to protect our communities, civic ecologies and the planet Earth. Activism works. The fact that New York has banned fracking is a massive victory. What an incredible testament to creative strategies, diligent journalism, artists, dogged research, the grassroots, science, civics, community, democracy, and more. Really, the grassroots, the people have stopped this. It was the fact that upstate people looked at fracking and they saw something that would be a scorched earth approach. To their landscape. This is what democracy looks like. Tell me what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. The brushy-tailed ring-tailed possum has the heartbreaking distinction of being the first mammal species to become extinct because of global warming, climate change, erratic weather patterns, the increase of the Earth's temperature, its high fever. Is our hunger for fossil fuels, for having more, our binge on the planet insatiable? Darren McCosco. I cut logs for a living. I just think 50 years ago, 60 years ago, it was a lot different than it is now. And I think global warming is happening just because it don't snow as much as it used to. And just, you can tell the weather's a lot different. It just ain't how it's supposed to be. I'm 23 and my dad's 63. And he just tells me how the winters used to be and how we used to get so much snow. And now we don't get no snow and the summers aren't even hot no more. They're just more humid. It's just moisture in the air from, I guess, the glaciers melting. I'd hate to see the world change like that. I mean, if the climate's changing, the trees are going to grow different, and just everything's going to start changing. Hi, my name is Joan. I think that it is many problems sort of wrapped up in one, and I think it stems from overpopulation. And I think if the human race got their overpopulation under control, a lot of the other things would be able to get under control as well. 
The quality of our lives here on this planet are directly connected to the quality of the environment. And that's something that we need to maintain and to do the best we can to enhance it. And there are so many obvious uh, examples of that. One of the most clearly one globally is the increase of the temperature around the planet and the likelihood of continued global warming. Mm -hmm. It isn't absolutely definite, but all the evidence so far indicates that this planet is warming up. A good part of that has to do with the emissions that come up uh, from carbon and uh, the uh, production of fossil fuels and the burning of all of those materials, coal and a whole host of things. These are things that we have to deal with. And we have to also deal with things that have been dealt with here in uh, this region for a long, long time, like yes. protecting the open environment, protecting mm -hmm. the natural system, protecting the woods, the trees, the natural resources here in the Catskill Mountains. Catskill Mountains are a great example of the kinds of things that are so wonderful and beautiful. As I travel across the district that I represent, I travel across the Catskill Mountains frequently. It's just a marvelous experience. It's a beautiful beautiful place and it's it something is. that we need to protect and enhance make stronger and more beneficial as time goes on it's a matter of responsibility to continue to protect this land and mm -hmm. to enhance it make it stronger make it more effective make it more livable and make the contents of it more safe and secure for our generation and for an indefinite number of future generations thank you so much congressman maurice oh, Sinchi. i'm carolyn I worry about it all the time. I really do. One thing that I think about when you use the term climate change is that I hate that term. It's so neutral. I think there's, without a doubt, the fact that what we're experiencing now is man-made. And change sounds like it could be a simply and only a natural process. And I don't think that's true. I don't think anyone thinks that anymore or can sustain that belief for very long. So I'm trying to think of the an alternative term, climate catastrophe, catastrophic climate change, climate crisis, weather meltdown. <laughs> All of those things seem better. Global warming, too, I think, it sounds pleasant. And I don't think the results are going to be very pleasant or even now, they are not. My name is Midge Maroney. I live in Chandley and in Manhattan. Climate change? Climate change. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Yeah, right. I think this summer and last winter is an absolute indication. I mean, it's you can look at weather patterns, and you see that the Canadian cold air that we never had before that has just stayed there this summer. I'm not a scientist. I teach English. But it's obvious the pattern is there. It's too much change worldwide. It's, it's definitely global change, climate change, weather change. The polar bear is sitting on an ice cube as we speak, so. If I think of my country as the place that I live, my home, then I will fight, I will celebrate, and I will protect it as it continues to protect, to nourish, and to inspire me. I'm in love with this place that I call home within the universe, planet Earth. End fossil fuels now! End fossil fuels now! End fossil fuels now! End fossil fuels now! End fracking now! End fracking now! End fracking now! Join us! Join the solar wind! And a special thanks to Rosie Starr, who went out in the field 
to speak with people at the Climate March in Narrowsburg, New York. From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artell. Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artell's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patti Smith, People Have the Power. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artell. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Special thanks to WJFF Radio Catskill and the numerous people who have donated their time, resources, and conversations to make Trailer Talk possible. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artell. Safe travels.